do you mean by live? Genuine live? live? Yes. We're broadcasting. Hello, radio! <laughs> So, hello and welcome back to The Way We HNC It. Uh, Happy New Year to you all. We hope you had a lovely Christmas and a lovely New Year um, and are ready to talk football. Of course, there has already been some football this year with Winter League Round 3 on a date that was far too close to New Year and I was still full of chocolate. Um, so before we go any further, of course, I am joined as always by the handsome man with a beard that is starting to grow back. It's Mr. Gregson. <laughs> Good evening. How are you doing? I'm very well. Thank you. And of course, to my right, and it is actually to my right. It's the first time we've all been in the same room <laughs> recording because we have a swanky microphone. I am sitting close, but not too close to the most offensive man in flag football who just took a drink out of his the way we HNC at Mug like an idiot. It's Tom Clark. How are you, Tom? I'm good, thank you. Yeah, cool. You're going to survive the show and not shot to death? Oh, well, here's hoping. Oh, not, depending who you are. Here we are. Yeah. Ooh, dark. Okay, happy new year. Um, okay, so as always, we're going to move on to Greg with the news. Greg has humbly chosen his own news articles this week. Um, It's definitely not the first time he's seeing them. So, uh, Greg, what's the first headline? Well, as you mentioned, there has been football so far this year and the race for the number six seed in Winter League is hotting up. The Colts, Silvers and Blackhawks are all still in with a great shout of making the final wildcard spot. It's tense. It certainly is. You're right. So going by um, my maths, and I will be very honest and say this is not Carnegie's maths. Um, Still but probably better than Greg's. As far as, <laughs> as far as I can tell, the bees have been eliminated from the postseason. The West Lothian Chargers are also eliminated just based on the fact that the Silvers and um, Blackhawks and Colts all have to play each other. So... Someone, has, Someone to has to win, which puts the unfortunately puts the West Lothian Chargers in the wooden spoon bracket. Um, however, who's going to join them um, will be two of those three teams that you mentioned before. So the way that we have it at the moment is currently residing in seed number six, um, which would draw a first round game currently with the hosts Carnegie Flag Football. Um, are the Grangemouth Colts on eleven points? Um, also in 11 points, but with a points difference of minus 57. So still close because the Colts are on minus 53. Um, is the Aberdeen Silver Cats. And just behind them on nine points will be the Newcastle Blackhawks. So where it gets exciting is game one of the weekend, the opening game of the weekend, um, will be Colts versus Silver Cats. So someone will have to go clear there. Um Later on in the day, the Silver Cats also play the Blackhawks in what is the second last game of the day. So if the Silver Cats were to win, it could still all come down to the Blackhawks game later on. Um, if the Colts win, you feel like they're probably going to be safe, although they have a brutal schedule. Their, their final day schedule also features uh, the Rex's Midnight Runners, it features Top Gun, and it features maybe Renfrewshire. Raptors, I think. Is it the Raptors? So, like, that's they they play three of the current top four 
um, as well as the Silvercats. So, so it's, it's a massive game up first for the Colts, is what you're trying to tell us then? Yes. Um, the Silvercats have gotten their Rex's Midnight Runners and Top Gun games out of the way. They played last week. Um, and the Blackhawks still have to play Rex's Midnight Runners once. I'm not sure if they played Top Gun last week or if they have to run a similar gauntlet. Um, but either way, um, I, I think on the, of the final day when I looked at the schedules earlier in the week, I think that the outside of, you know, outside of the games where those three play each other, I think the Silvercats have the slightly easier road. So that um, mean you're picking the Silvercats? Yeah. Well, actually, you know, really, you pick the winner of Silvers versus Colts, and that's going to be a huge... That's going to be wild. I, I can't so, wait. I can tell you now, for the final game day, the Blackhawks have got the Outlaws. They've also got Rexy's Midnight Runners. They've got the Chargers. And they do still also have to play against Top Gun. Okay, so they've got Top Gun, Edinburgh, Rexy, Silvers, and the Chargers. Yeah. So a five game day for them as well. Every single, each of the three teams that are in contention for the sixth seed have all played the same amount of games. They've all yeah. got five games yeah. left to play. In a run. So there's not even a case of a team's in a false position because they played a game more. It is, they, they're all in the same boat. They need to get the wins. It's tight. Final it's absolutely, day. it's brilliant. Like the, if you were to draw up what you wanted week four to look like back in September or wherever it was when they announced like this yeah, is it. Yeah. yeah. This yeah. is it. Um, yeah, because it, it's it's not even that it's two of the three, it's one. One of these teams is going through. Yeah. One of the three, so it is literally a case of you know I mean winner goal. Do you think <laughs> that the it's a bit of a shame that there's like a clear top five and then this number six or do you think that well it's i mean it's it's almost encroaching a little bit on something else we're going to discuss in a minute or so but the outlaws didn't have the greatest of days um in week three you yeah know, i think they went yeah. two and three on the day so the fact that they came out to a hot start has been crucial for them really yeah for sure. um so it's not a, i don't think it is a case of there's a clear top five um, I think the Silvers especially would probably look back on some of the games and wish they could have them as do-overs because if, they'll they probably did. feel that they should have won them. There's been a few they threw um, away this, this year. And I, I'm, I'm sure the Colts and the Blackhawks will, will, will feel the same as well because it's, the, it's that close. Well, you know, you're looking even down at the Chargers who, you know, again, in week three, only one of their games that they played was actually more than a one-score game. Mm-hmm. So the the quality within the the winter league has actually been really high, and teams are they're all capable of beating each other, and that's what we're seeing. Is it's why it's be- still so close going into the final week. Yeah, I th- it, it's been great fun watching. Um, having yet again not been able to be part of winter league, it's still the most fun I have watching football. Um, it's a very open tournament where people are willing to try. Things it's very friendly atmosphere for the games I've been down to, um, and to for it to come down and still have a competitive day, to have, I mean, you say it's very open with that top, sorry, very closed with that top five, but, I mean, you're still only saying there's only six points difference between seven and three, um, it's not, 
it's a shame that it's the way the fixtures work out that I don't think those uh, three, four, and five, uh, the Carnegie, Reventure, and Edinburgh can really be pulled back into it. But it, you know, it's one week away from them potentially. You know, if it was a five-week yeah. season, yeah. I, I think. I mean, like I Carnegie, to you know, obviously they went what one, one, one in three. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, three, three yeah, ties. Three ties, a loss, and the win, obviously. So you can... Okay, so... <laughs> that, 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 like, is, that is another possible like, come up again. I, yeah. I was trying to remember if they played four or, <laughs> if they played four or five <laughs> games. So, like... Ar- I mean, okay, the argument is there to be made that, well, they only lost one. But, like, yeah, they also didn't win four. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I, like, I know, I know that they're... Rotate the like you know they're rotating their teams and they're giving other guys a shot and and um you know Scooter did get hurt um and stepped out which means that the the mighty quarterback of the future Ross Dawkins stepped in um and was slinging it um not only was he slinging it he was a dual threat oh I saw I saw him run he he was and, he was galloping oh he was definitely galloping defenders quaking in their boots I'm not gonna lie. Dawkins running at you is not a sight that you really want to have. <laughs> oh, God. Actually, you know... It's still one of my favourite players. <laughs> <laughs> it was good fun to watch. Um, so, yeah, okay. So, Tom already... We've already got my call. I think that... Um, I think the Silvers squeak through, but I think that Colts-Silvers game is going to be massive. Um, again, with the maybe easier, in quotes, schedule on the day... Losing that game doesn't automatically eliminate them because they, but they need to beat the Blackhawks, obviously, and they need to pick up a win somewhere else, hoping that the Colts... I think the way that, when you look at, when you put the schedules down, obviously, we've, we've touched on the fact that the Colts have, was it, do you say three? They have three of the top, top four, four, yeah. And I think we just, we, we talked through Newcastle's, which is very similar. Yeah. For the Silvers, it's more favourable because, as you're starting to say there, they have more opportunities. It's not a win and be damned yeah. kind of game so, with the Colts. They they do have other opportunities to kind of to get back into into the conversation. So before recording, you mentioned something about the Oil Cats can sorry, the Oil Cats, Silver Cats, the baby Oil Cats um, can still having lost. One or both those games so, still potentially yeah. So because it come because it's so the tiebreaker goes head to head, and then it goes points four. No points difference. Points, points difference, difference. I think points difference. We understand. Um, so what that will mean is, um, I actually, yeah, I've, I've said that I genuinely I think it's points four. Which makes this conversation um, um, mute. Which makes points for points. If it is points difference, it means that if the Silvers were to lose to the Colts, but then beat the Blackhawks and the Killer Bees, and the Colts lose out, they can lose... As long as they lose by like a small margin, they could, in theory, because they're picking up wins elsewhere, and the Colts are losing, their points difference could improve to a point where they are better. But... That is not a um, not a scenario that you want to run. Like <laughs> obviously, obviously, like the easiest, the, like the easiest way for the Silver Cats, Colts, and Blackhawks to qualify 
for the for the playoffs is if they win all of their games. Yes. So concentrate on that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we don't even have to have this conversation if you just win games. Yeah. So just win, that, baby. With that, then I think I'll agree with you that the Silvers have the better chance of the sixth spot. Greg, who goes through? Joe would be the cup. Joe would be. Joe would be the Cinderella story. I'm I'm, 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 I'm going to go out on a limb here. We absolutely. What we've seen from the Colts in week three was we had uh, Fraser at QB, wasn't it? I'm going to go against you. I'm going to say that Fraser plays QB again in week four and the Colts go through. I mean, there's a scalp in there for them. For them I mean, there's a scalp going anywhere if you've got Fraser at QB. I mean, he changes teams. He's very good. But, um, I mean, it's, it, it'll be, it's, it'll it's, be it's not meant to be a, a slight on, uh, on Bruni, but... But seeing the way that they kind of they played in week three, there was something a little bit different, and they were they were a lot more cohesive, and they, I think they got better results out of it as well. I don't know whether that's just the experience from Fraser. For sure. Um, okay, so moving on from the bottom of the playoff bracket, um, Greg, what is our next? Headline. Oh, we're still doing the news, aren't we? We are still on the news. <laughs> yeah, that took a wee while. Um, yeah, so we've, we've talked about the, the wild card spots, and the other thing that still needs to be decided is the, the buys, the first round buys. So in week four, we do have some scenarios. Uh, Top Gun can clinch um, their, their buy with one win, and the team that's in second at the minute is uh, the Midnight Runners, and they can clinch with two wins? So they can clinch, so it will depend entirely on who the wins come against. If they beat Carnegie and the Raptors, their closest competitors, who the team's in two and three, um, three and four, four, sorry, um, they will clinch. If they were to drop a game to one of those teams, they would need to win three on the day. Okay. If that makes sense. Um, So they are... They're in, so, they're in a good spot, those runners. Um, so Top Gun will ha- and Ricks' Midnight Runners have both clinched the playoffs already. They are the only two teams yep. that have clinched the playoffs. Um, in the case of the runners, mm-hmm. it's only just, um, but because neither, because the Colts and Silver Cats can't both catch them, yep. they're in. Yeah, yeah, because they're um, playing against each other. Because so they have to play each other. For the, for the context, for people who are listening, it's because the Midnight Runners are on 21 and both the Colts and Silver Cats are on 11. Obviously, if... The Silvercats, Colts, the most they can get with five games to go is 21. But because they play each other, someone has to lose. Someone has to lose. So maximum those two teams could both get to, which would be very, very cool, would be 20. And that would require them both to win every game, except the game they play each other, which is a tie. And they would get to 20 points. So in which case, in which case, I the, cannot argue right, with your maths. I right, don't know why you're right, looking at. In which case, they both. <laughs> in which math, case, in which case, in which case, it's like they could both qualify, and you know, at that point, Edinburgh would be looking right over their shoulders. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, probably unlikely, given the caliber of teams that they're going to play against those two. But never say never. So um, it's safe saying, top gonna through, or a bye. Like, they're going to get a win on the day. They're going to get a win on the day, for yeah. sure, yes. So Top Gun so, should clinch. I, I haven't probably not, will clinch the number ones. They would, yeah. unless they drop two... They need to drop two, and we would have... Two games. And they would need to drop two games to for it even to be a concern that they might not get the number one seed. So 
that's probably not going to happen. They can lock that one up. Um, and they'll yeah they'll earn the bye with a single win. Uh, Rex's Midnight Runners will need two or three, depending on where, if and where those wins one come from. One quick question then. Is Jurassic Bowl up again? Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. So... It's right over there. <laughs> For those not listening, we're recording in my house. And actually, you know what? I'm going to put it on the table. <laughs> this will be the first time I've actually seen it. So I was actually missing from week two. So I unfortunately did not get to see this majestic. Hang on, hang on. Okay, I want to make sure it's sitting right when you open it then. So I feel like when the when the box gets opened, there's going to be like this little green glow. It'd be like what it'd be like what happens to Lindsay when she opens up his engagement ring from you. <laughs> crickets, mate. Crickets. That's silence. Yeah. Oh, I'm not allowed to open it yet. What are you? We're gonna put the light on. You're gonna put the light on. <laughs> <laughs> um, so while 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 the best is st- cu- currently struggling to get the light to work. So while we're doing that, then so the Raptors have a chance to not only you you, you swipe up win it back. <laughs> oh right, okay, hang on. Yes, yeah, so the uh, Raptors will have a chance to win this fantastic oh, gem back. This is incredible. Um, so we'll have a chance to win the Jurassic Cup back. Oh, it's waiting. It's solid. It's um, solid. So the, yes, they will have a chance to win yeah, it back. Hurt someone with that? That's yeah, quite yeah. a point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, Don't drop it, Tom. It's yeah. Well, I mean, it's from outer space, of course. So, um, so yes, the Raptors will have not only the chance to win that back. Um, well, not back the first for the first time. Um, but they will also potentially have the potential, the opportunity to completely ruin uh, <laughs> the runners' chance at getting into the um, a bye. A bye. So I, yeah, I'm fairly confident that that, th- th- that yeah, um, you know, not mean not just not to disparage Carnegie because as as I've made clear on this podcast before, I really like them. They're a very good team. But you Raptors... did not read. Just, you did not just read that off a script. <laughs> but surely that Raptors game has to be the exciting one for you guys. Oh, now that I've seen this, absolutely. I actually wonder what the like. It's got, it's got to be in the game picks, doesn't it? It's got to be in the over under that one. Oh, and on the live stream, of course. I actually think it is. I think it's pitch four. So I can't remember. I don't know where we're where we're playing, but. Um, I do, I do, I have it in a sneaking suspicion that it is on the live stream this year, this week. However, if I wouldn't be surprised me if the guys move the live stream around a little bit. Oh, I'm just, um, I'm just seeing little details here. Oh, it's, it's like honestly, like the more you look at it, it is fantastic. So they've tried to make sure that all the all the Rex's colours are in there as well as the uh, the Raptors Raptor. It's quite oh, impressive to be fair that you can fit all those colours. They've <laughs> done very well. Um, so yeah, so of course. The Raptors and Carnegie are both still in the hunt for the bye. Um, it will just mean that they, I mean they, they are going to have to beat the runners, obviously. They're both of them. And then, oh my God, do they play each other? Appeals. Sorry, what was that? Do Carnegie and the Raptors play each other or have they played each other already? No, they don't play each other. So they must have played each other already. I haven't. In, in which case... Which you, I, can, in, I can check the results for you. Yeah, in which case... Yeah, no, they don't. They have a I think it's a pretty rough day, to be fair. They've got a Top Gun game to open up on. Then they have... Where's it gone? You yeah, just had it Car- Carnegie against Raptors was in the... <laughs> in week three. Oh, and the Raptors oh. had a convincing 33-15... to 15 
Yeah, win. a pretty good morale boosting win for them, and it shows that like they're not to be well messed around with. Was it not before Winter League started? They targeted ten wins. Raptor Vision. Raptor Vision. Ra- yeah, which we loved. We did. Yeah, it's brilliant. I remember Raptor seen... Vision. Raptor Vision. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure you'll be getting a call for a uh, for, for the for the starting jingle. Um, yeah, I've completely lost what I was saying. I'm not surprised. I changed chuckle vision to raptor vision, and this completely destroyed you. And it's made me chuckle. Probably um, enough. Yeah. So they they got that win, which clawed them two points back um, towards. Yeah, they're just two wins away from their uh, preseason. Yes. Sort of. From rapid vision. Oh, from rapid vision. Go on, because I'll start doing it. So, yeah, they, were, they highlighted 10 wins. 10 wins will easily get them into the playoffs. But they, hey, well done. You know, they, they the bigger, target. And the, the bigger thing here is that the interesting thing about, like, Carnegie and Renfrewshire will both want to finish third. Because by coming third and assuming that they w- would both win their semi-final, mm-hmm. you avoid the top gun... Till the final. Sorry, yeah, you avoid talking until the final, assuming they would win their quarter. And semi. And semi. But what I mean is, you don't. If you come third, you'll be guaranteed. You're, you know, assuming that one of those two teams I, come I under, third. I understand what you're saying. Top Gun come one, don't Rexy worry, two. This is just a blank expression on my face. It's just my normal. It's just the way your face sits. Yeah. Um, so, do you think that's a bit, or you know, are, are you supposed to be arrogant enough and say, "Well, it doesn't matter who you play them, who you play, we're going to beat them anyway," or do you definitely want to avoid Top Gun? <laughs> I don't think you. I don't think you pick Top Gun, but at the same time, you have to beat them to win. Well, yeah, you. You're yeah, but if someone else can beat them for you, then you could beat that team. Yeah. I mean, do we think a team that can lose to not GB? Sorry. Sorry, you saw you, you saw you saw Sean Young's catch front stick right to win the game for Edinburgh. <laughs> yes. I, I have not. Only has to happen once. By the way, I don't know. I think, well, judging by the accents, I'm pretty sure it was the Blackhawks doing the commentary on that game, and it was freaking amazing. <laughs> <laughs> they did. I mean, they, that was a, honestly, that was a fantastic call on the uh, on the game winner for. I'll have, to, I'll have to go back. And it's, watch good, it. like, it's good. It's um, good. You should probably try and edit the audio back in so, just to make it hard for me. Could do. Or could you just edit out everything you've ever said? But I choose not to as well. Um, so yeah, okay. So that's. Um, Bye, chat. Moving on, Gregory. Anything else? Well, I mean, we've already kind of covered this, um, but we are going to talk about some downsides as well. The Edinburgh Outlaws, 2-3 on the day, which has moved them from third after week two down to fifth. Mm. And as we say, with the outside chance of potentially looking over their shoulder at what's coming from behind them. Um, But also, the surprise one on the week was Carnegie. Yes. Figured out the maths on, you know, they've had one win, one loss, and three ties. It's four times they didn't win. You know? It's tough on the old percentage. It is. That's going to affect your average. And it, and it should be tough on the wallet if you're going for a tie for a tie. The classic oh my fantasy God. football. If you tie with a team, you all have to buy each other ties. Ties for the Blackhawks. Let's get ties for the Blackhawks. <laughs> Let's get ties for the Blackhawks. If, you're, if you are a member of the of the. Blackhawks team, let me know how many people are coming and I'll see what I can do. There's a char- there's like three charity shops across the road. <laughs> Turn up in ties. Um, That's so, so would you line. like to discuss it further about uh, the Carnegie's day or the Outlaws? Outlaws, 
yeah, fifth, third to fifth over the course of one day is tough. They lost to um, the Midnight Runners um, in maybe more convincing fashion than you would have thought. Um, the first time they played the Raptors, it was a one point. It was a one point win for them. This time they lost by a score to the Raptors. So that's one and one. So like, I mean, I guess you can see that coming. The shocker is that they dropped a game to the Colts. Yeah. Like a team that we've been so high on all winter league. And to be honest, to be honest the end of the Baffle League last year, to then... But this is where I'm going to say my pick from earlier to say the Colts making it, I think has, has that difference. You had Fraser in at QB. He obviously knows the Outlaws a little bit more. Uh, having having played them, since so the they, Premier League. it was twenty. So he was, it was twenty one fifteen Colts. So are we saying that that can't be right? No, no, no. That's two. Oh, t- yeah, that's yeah, two no, touchdowns, a two pointer, and a yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, <laughs> I was like, what? Where's the field goal? So are we saying that teams underestimated the Outlaws to start with, knowing that they didn't have archery and they got relegated? And they, that's why they got off to a hot start, and they're now where they should be at five. Or has that one result against the Colts, with Fraser's knowledge of their defense, having played them for a thousand years, um, despite the fact he's like he looks great for a thousand. Yeah, years. <laughs> <laughs> his skincare regime must be fantastic. Um, or does he know them well enough that, that that he's the reason they won that game? Well, to back up my pick from earlier. Fraser Thompson is the saviour. He is the reason. Anytime you pick Fraser Thompson on a game, you have a better chance to win. Um, it's it's tough. I I don't know. I think Edinburgh are a better team than they showed on week three. three. Also, to be fair, we've written and we're saying that they were third down to fifth. They were tied with Carnegie, who were in fourth. So, as you know, we could have we could have we could have written the headline fourth to fifth, but that's not what the ranking said on the side of the review show. What, what is it about truth in a narrative? You keep telling me this. <sighs> Narratives are more important. <laughs> <laughs> I stand by what I say. Um, yeah, so tough days for two teams that would probably have thought they were in with a shout of chasing for a bite. They, yeah, they're not. And well, I mean, but it's especially in the case of Carnegie, they they, they clearly had the the choice this week of rotating it around, trying to get guys a few more minutes. There's there's definitely new players within their squad that they're trying to figure out a little bit more about and figure out how they're going to fit in ahead of competitive fixtures starting in April. So you can put part of it down to that on their side of things. Um, and technically, if they don't get the buy, they get more games, which means more opportunities for these players. So last time we played, um, sorry, I just almost flipped the glass table by accident. Um, last time, last time we played um, Carnegie, um, you were not there. Not there. I <laughs> thought they played quite a strong team. Um, since then, um, they've rotated a lot more. Do you think that continues in a week where they go back up against Top Gun and Rexies, or do you think they play their kind of number ones against 
teams that they might look as uh, look at as stronger. He's looking at you, Tom. You're not going to answer. Do you know what? I have the foggiest clue in the world. Um, Breaking news: Tom Clark has nothing to say. <laughs> I, I don't know. I mean, the sense says if you're there to get everyone game time for April, then you put your best line up against the best teams and see what happens. Um, I, I think certainly in week two, potentially they maybe played a stronger lineup because some of these players weren't as accustomed to the system. You know, it's one game day a month, another sort of three, four sessions down the line, they've got a little bit more exposure to it. They're not going to let guys go up against some of the better teams, especially Top Gun, who've been putting points on everyone, except for Edinburgh. Um, rematch, rematch. <laughs> <laughs> but they're not going to let these guys come into a system that they don't really know, lose so much confidence that, yeah. you know, you're, it's going to take you three, four weeks to try and build that confidence back up. You know, you protect them a little bit by playing your, your first team and then put them in, in a week where, you know, you're playing against... I don't the like, I, don't, I, don't, I don't like saying it, but the supposed weaker sorts of teams. And the, to give them that yeah. opportunity to, you know, go make plays and keep their confidence up. Yeah, I'm good with that. Yeah. Good point. Well so, made. <clears throat> so I think maybe going into... To, to, fi- to finally answer your question, going into this next week, potentially against these... Um, uh, so-called bigger teams that they, they might well start out with a stronger lineup, but then they might well start to to introduce these players in in a rotation, so that you're not completely exposing them and getting them to play the full game. And you know, they can't even know what their fault their their strong lineup is now that they've added half a division one. Well, they're they're probably getting more of an idea. Well, think about, think about right. Think about with all the tape that they've been recorded. Think about all the people they're going to add very shortly. Anyway, because <laughs> we all know that winter league is just a recruiting tool for them. 100%. Oh, is it is it any like surprise that after you know after a little bit of film study in winter league that Carnegie show up with twenty one people? <laughs> are we really believing that this is just for the fun and the development of it? Absolutely not. Yeah. Carnegie are there. To use Division One as a scouting system. I mean, and honestly, Scooter, if I'm you, you watch out for your DMs because they are coming for you. <laughs> well, and your do, home is the great Just to back you up again, Bez. Why do you think Tree is keeping all these stats? He's moneyballing this week. He's going right through the whole thing. He is doing a fantastic job of moneyball and picking up players left, right, centre. He's uh, just watch his back. Just honestly, just watch. Honestly, if you are out there and you are balling out, just watch your DMs on multiple platforms. Tree's very good at the online stuff, right? He's he's he going to be leaving, slithering into your DMs. Just watch just, it. Just make sure you get what you ask. I mean, considering Bez is balling out, he's probably speaking from experience. He talks to me on four different platforms. <laughs> Have you asked for the, the new car yet? Or? Oh, just you wait. <laughs> just you wait. All my Microsoft needs are going to be covered. <laughs> so Carnegie are basically SMU nowadays. Yeah. So. <laughs> okay. Um, moving on. Um, <laughs> don't worry, there's still wild conspiracy theories to come, so I'm sure. Um, we're going to move on to the hot matchups for week three, which were put out on the Carnegie flag football website um, and these were all picked on the ones that we thought would be exciting and close so game one Carnegie flag football 26 Blackhawks nil 
But I mean, this was a close matchup. This game, first time out, came down to about a point, I think, in week one. And it was a point scored, or a touchdown scored, in the last minute of game time. Um, so uh, Tom will look up this, the, the, the actual score, I'm sure. Um, but it, it, I seem to recall it being, it being pretty close. Um, so we were kind of expecting something similar this time. Obviously, 26-0... Did not happen. Um, no idea if this was the game that Scooter went down in or if he finished this game or what. Um, but to be honest, <coughs> with Ross Dawkins at quarterback, 26-0, you should be expecting that. 100%. Like, the man is a mercurial force under centre. I mean, basically, you've got to make it to the end zone in about a second and a half. Otherwise, the ball could be over your head. He's not oh. that hard and that far. Ross Dawkins is just... He's... I mean, we're trying to praise him. There's no need to take the piss, Tom. I don't know. What's wrong <laughs> no. with you? Why are you... <laughs> Ross Dawkins... Why, is... why, why are you trying to tear him down? Why are you being sarcastic? Ross Dawkins has been one of the scariest QBs to cover deep since the early Carnegie 3000 team days. He's... I just I don't even know why they bothered bringing Scooter in, but I mean I guess if you're a tree, you've got to bring somebody in for a trial at some point. <laughs> you know, that's just what he does. Constant tink, he's, he's, constant he's, tinkering. Yeah, he's so, just looking at it. He's taking the analytics. I, I bet he loves Meccano, you know. <laughs> <laughs> um, just to you know follow up what you told me to. It was nineteen fourteen first game on week two. Oh, bad year. Um, okay, well pretty close then. Final score at the end. Um, <laughs> you alright there, Tom? <laughs> so moving on, the next game was. On the list was Top Gun. Are you guys all right? <laughs> I'm fine. Top Gun versus Rexus Midnight Runners. Um, this was uh, a 19-7 win for the Top Gun. Um, going into that, I believe it was that was a, you know the final score was in the last minute or so um, when Rexes were playing press defense to try and get the ball back, yeah, and it's, it's, the leaning tower of Farrell just went a little bit too far. Hit the ground, um, and little bits wandered in for yeah. the touchdown. But a good competitive game. It was, uh, yeah, and it's a it was a bit of a slip up for Rexes to to not get the W in this one. Um, yeah, which is unfortunate. But you know, still on course to to try and get that number two seed. So yeah, and luckily it didn't cause them to take a tumble down the rankings. Exactly that. Yeah, that would have been that would have been nasty. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Uh, sorry, sorry Nicky. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm so glad you guys have heard that. Breaking my jaw there, keeping the sweet face. Based on the relative up and down form of <laughs> Rexy's Midnight Runners, well, that wasn't even intentional. <laughs> um, they, have been, <laughs> they have been a bit all over the place. Um, so I guess, you know, Top Gun have been way more consistent and des- deserve that win. We'll probably. Be quite happy wandering into the number one seed, and Rexes will have a little bit of work to do the final week to make sure that they lock up the second seed that they're looking for. Um, so yeah, um, next game up, we touched on it a little bit, was the Outlaws and the Raptors, which we did not touch on before because we t- <laughs> because because we kind of glossed because we we touched on Carnegie versus the Raptors earlier on. Um, so Outlaws twelve, Raptors nineteen. Um, Again, the last game was a was a pretty close one with the Raptors winning by a point, um, back in week one. 
come a long way since then. Raptors use that win to leapfrog over the Outlaws um, and put the Outlaws in a tough spot in fifth. Don't they, Greg? Sorry, what's your question? It's a tough spot. It's a tough spot. It's a tough spot to be in if you're the Outlaws in fifth after coming into the week in third. Well, yeah, considering where they were previously, you could argue that it's a tough spot. Um, they are still level in points with the Raptors, so going into this final week, if the Outlaws can pick up a couple wins, they can move up to that um, up to that fourth spot. It's all to play for. But is it tactics? You mentioned about the. Uh, in fact, would it be tactics? No, probably not. No. Trying to think. You want to be in third? Yeah, yeah. You want to be. You want to be third or sixth? To, if if you're if you're really trying to move that yeah. far ahead, but that's playing a dicey dicey game. Um. So perhaps they're. I don't know. Fifth, they're they're safe enough. You know, they need a couple of wins on the final day just to to absolutely secure playoff uh, footing, which I'm sure they will. Um, and I'd imagine just in terms of morale they'll be looking to finish as high up as they can yeah absolutely I don't think they'll be taking any sort of mathematics into it for sure um, okay not dad Tom no no no. just happy looking at your phone just happy was, do you know what I was checking I was checking the score uh, sorry the score the, uh, the fixture uh, list and the one that jumped out was the Outlaws Carnegie game um, this week Oh, the next week, sorry, the 8th of March. Not it's a week. long way away. It's a long way away. <laughs> um, it's being pretty key, really. That I, think we've got, big, I think yeah. we've, got the, we've got that game, then we've got the Raptors-Rexy game. I think those two games are probably going to shape the playoffs as much as the scenarios we talked earlier about the, the, the three-way for sixth. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, okay, and the final game to move on to... Um, was Chargers versus Colts. Um, now, going into this matchup in week one, <coughs> Mr. Tom Clark here, to my right, said um, on record that he thought the Colts game gave the Chargers the best chance to win. <laughs> How did that turn out? Um, the Colts have never lost to the Chargers. Okay. So not very well then, Tom, It, hey? d- it didn't work out well, no. Um... Do you know what I reckon? I reckon that in like, you know, maybe like a three or four percent way, because every single time Tom says the Colts are the ones that the Chargers are going to line up for, the Colts just come out and just like, are like, right, we will destroy. <laughs> <laughs> like, there will be no lightning today. <laughs> today is today is nothing but sunshine and a breeze, because it was, it was because tough. because we're just going to make sure that Tom Clark cannot gloat. On the internet. It was 12-6. I mean... So it scored twice as much points. Yeah, it scored double the amount of points. In percentage terms, <laughs> they scored 200% more points than... It sounds like a game that I'm glad I didn't watch on the live stream. Yes, well, so in week three, in the repeat, Tom's redemption game, it was Chargers 20, Colts 26, Tom. I'm pretty sure I also said that that was... So that's that's the margin of win is exactly the same. Yeah, sounds a lot like against the Colts. Doesn't that matter how many the Chargers score, the Colts will get six more. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That, I mean, that, I didn't. And that, that doesn't sound like their best chance of winning. No, I didn't. If I mean, the team consistently scores six more points than you, sounds like a pretty rough chance of winning. Thanks for that, Booger. I've, I've done pretty well considering that they've won five games this year. 
<laughs> considering they've won five games this year and none of them against the Colts I've done pretty well with that one <laughs> Tom they've won two games they're on five points <laughs> oh <laughs> ah well <laughs> ah Chargers suck let's go move on Tom has yet another lovely take. That's an absolute belter. That'll be on t-shirts by the end of the year. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, okay, well, now that you've said that, Tom, that means that I can quite happily um, move on to stats time. So we're going to see, Tom, whether or not you are correct. So we will bring you a rundown of the week three stats in our next not our next show, but our preview show for week four. Um, haven't received the stats from HQ yet. Oh, maybe I have. <laughs> Hold up. Nope, I have not. Nope. <laughs> I have not. Okay. Um, so we're going to go through the week two, the week two uh, stats and just see how we're going to get on. So, Tom, quarterbacks, offense or defense? Quarterbacks. Quarterbacks. Okay, the number one... No. Number three? Three, two, one? Yeah, let's go three, two, one. Three, two, one. Okay. Yeah, Always better from behind. Okay. In third place, with nine touchdowns thrown, was Mr. Liam Clutterbuck of the Edinburgh Outlaws. Now, we've done so much week three chat, I have absolutely no idea how they got on in week two, so well done, for week two. Good job. <laughs> in second place and his return, return of the MVP, don't call it a comeback, Jamie Bennett throws 10 touchdowns for the Silver Cats and they won, they went three and one? They did well. They did well. They did, they well. did better with him than without him. What's what happens when you have your quarterback? <laughs> when you have an MVP at quarterback, that tends to be the case. Yeah. Um, Jamie Bennett, what a guy. We love him. Um, and yeah, just wanders straight back in, chucks 10 touchdowns and leaves. Um, I imagine if that day was the move of his life, it would have involved a cigarette into the uh, gas station. To <laughs> I'm back. Um, and uh, we have a new, a new entry in the top, uh, another new entry in the top three. Um, a guy who was actually fourth overall um, in week one so didn't make it into the into the, the the any medal position wandered in and threw 18 18 touchdowns it's Mr. Scott McDonald of Rex's Midnight Runners can we move on please <sighs> don't you dare clap that man yeah don't you dare yeah Judas was back throwing touchdowns oh. so yeah well done Scott you had a pretty good day um but as we're going to find out a little bit later on, damn, your receivers made you look good. <laughs> um, damn, his receiver made him look uh, good. Oh, just you wait. <laughs> Have you seen this yet? No. no. <laughs> just you wait. Um, I've not seen the news. <laughs> true. And you expect me to have seen this fast. <laughs> yeah, true. Well, I'll tell you what, we'll keep that one in waiting. So we're going to move on to defence, because defence wins championships, of course. Um, so... Rather than do all of the fantasy football stuff that Tree comes up with, um, I haven't bothered, <laughs> basically. Um, the spreadsheet behind the scenes is mental. Um, so well played for the guys for 
working with that. Um, so we've just gone for the interception rankings. So, you know, from one blitzer to all of you blitzers out there, I'm really sorry, um, but I couldn't be bothered. Um, so there was nine players. Nine players uh, earned one interception each. Um, and I take it we're not so going to go individual. I'm not going to go individual on Most that. You guys know who they are. You guys all know who you are. If you got one interception in week two, you are on our list. Yeah. Figuratively. So well done, you guys. Well done, defense. Um, in second place, there was five people got two interceptions. Um, again, I don't have the list for their names, so well done to them. Um, however, there was one player who scored three interceptions. Um, why is that funny, Tom? Because I forgot. Yeah, yeah you did yeah. forget. <laughs> you did, didn't so, you? <laughs> so, so the Chargers suck so much <laughs> that Mr. Noel Davidson was the best interceptor the in, ball the, hawk. in the league. The ball hawker. The, the ball hawk. So the air traffic controller scored, <laughs> it took three picks um, and was the only player at Winter League to do so. Um, well and done. Hey. hey, good for you. It's a team game, Noel, so um, sorry, they suck, you don't. Well. <laughs> <laughs> on the subject of team games, um, we'll now move on to the offense. Again, um, extra points, two extra points, and all that kind of stuff. I haven't counted. This is the touchdown lead. Um, the people who received or rushed for combined the most touchdowns. Um, so in third place... There were four people who scored four touchdowns. Uh, one of them was Eli Rory of the Silvercats. One of them was Cameron Reed of the Silvercats. Meaning that 80% of Jamie's touchdowns went to two guys. Like it. Good distribution. Um, and also, of course, looking at the top gun, uh, Mr. Grant McLennan also scored four touchdowns. In second place, there was a group of three people um, who received, or ran for, five touchdowns. Um, and this is where you're going to see that Mr. McDonald is the byproduct of an excellent receiving core. Where other people make him look good. So, Gus Ballantyne of Edinburgh, Air Force One, um, is one of those with five touchdowns. Uh, new runner. Nicky Farrell, five touchdowns. MVD, Aaron Drummond, five touchdowns. And the leader on who scored, oh, there was one player who scored, who was out in front at the weekend, at that weekend, and scored six touchdowns um, for his team. The real um, MVP. And I actually can't read that my own handwriting. Greg, Greg, what does that, what does that say there? Whose name is that? You know what? I can't read your handwriting either. It's tough to... Is it, it you, is, tell you what, yeah. Tom, you try. You try. Uh, Tom Clark. Tom Clark has never played a single snap. <laughs> That's not true. At Winter League. At Winter League, yes. Uh, Bessberry. <laughs> yeah, it is! <laughs> yeah, well done, then. Yeah. See, Scott. So, shall we move on? Scott. So what are we on to now? You are more than welcome. Um, <laughs> System QB. Yeah. He makes, we make him look good. Um, so, any other business guys from... Week three, or week two, because we didn't do a review show, because it was Christmas and shit. So, you know, any... Tell you what, three weeks into Winter League, two weeks to go, over halfway, 
How do you feel? How do you feel about Winter League this year? Greg? Well, I'm quite happy. I've not became injured, so I'm quite happy. It's true. Um, it's true. In terms of everything else I've seen, you know what? Massive, massive praise goes to the guys who are running it because the amount of effort that has been going into it and the information coming out of it has been fantastic. You know, it's everyone loves the fact that you can go and kind of look at all the big plays and you, you're getting stats from it and things like that, which you've not really been able to do from the league. And, you know, we're starting to see on people's social, like team social media, like Newcastle last week are able to use footage uh, in their recruiting and things like that. To post an absolutely disgusting fake. That <laughs> <laughs> no, fake handoff is tremendous. Oh. Yeah. I think it's what, like two, three fakes in that handoffs in that? Yeah, it's. And to be multiple. Fair, two, multiple. Fa- two fakes into a bomb. Everyone bites on it. Oh. It, it's just. Hungry. Raptors, are, you know, if there's one thing you can say about the Raptors, <laughs> it's they're a hungry team. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it's it's well you yeah that's what I was gonna hit on and just how how much effort's gone into it, um, yeah. kind of it's frightening for next year because I think the reason the TV live streams happened because people said oh it'd be nice if you could do this like please for tree sanity just say it's nice good job and leave it go. <laughs> <laughs> we, don't, we don't need to do any more work on the shoulders you know yeah um, uh, what about yourself. You've clearly been enjoying yourself with the, the amount of touchdowns you're scoring and the amount of money that's now going to charity, which should be should be mentioned as well. Yeah, it's it's been if, if you cover Bez, you <laughs> careful. <laughs> um, yeah, well thank you, Greg. Nice uh, segue. <laughs> um, yes, um, I am currently going through the process of self bankruptcy. Um, by donating £5 for every touchdown that I score to the Anthony Nolan Trust who um, gather and gather in donors to um, help people who have blood cancer. Um, so far, I personally have done myself the favour of raising £25. However, um, the current total is pushing 200 and that is almost entirely down to the flag football community just getting involved and donating as well. Um, so while some of you have donated anonymously, um, many of you haven't, as £185 so far. Um, I set what I thought was a... I set what I thought was a bold, a bold um, target of 500 because that would have required me to score 100 touchdowns over the course of a year, which would have been outrageous. Um, and... Turns out that you guys have decided that it's worth chucking money at as well. So very much thank you to every single person um, who's done that. It's hugely appreciated. And yeah, if you cover me, then you hate charity, as Greg was about to say. Mm-hmm. Um, you you so, clearly want cancer to win. Yeah. Oh, um, <laughs> yeah, not bad trash talk, actually. Um, so, <laughs> um, so yeah, so thank you very much, much for that. Um, on the subject of winter league it's been fab the standard of play is excellent um and that's without having you know other than carnegie any of the premier teams oh no kirby's any like you know the there's no oil cats there's no um hornets, hornets and there's no grange mice playing within their own systems of course there are you know there are the players from those teams are playing um but yeah, it's been it's been really really good. 
I, um, yeah, the expansion doesn't seem to have hurt. We were a little bit worried about teams running away with it, but as you, in a big split, as we've been able to see that, um, you know, four of the six playoff spots are still open. The buys are still up for a fight. There's three teams fighting for the sixth spot. Um, can't can't really complain. Could have, you know, genuinely with how Carnegie finished the year, and then you look at the lineups of. Rexy and Top Gun, I was a little bit worried in pre-season, you know, the pre-Winter League season, that it could have been a bloodbath, you know, of three kind of... Three teams three, going three, and three, three, Premier, three teams full of Premier League players dominating, I mean, but it hasn't... I mean, they, they, are, they, are in the top, they are the top three teams within this, but one of the things that I think has been really quite refreshing, um, I don't know if we've really touched on this, um, but... When you're looking, when you're talking about teams that traditionally use this for developmental purposes, you know the Chargers. Uh, was it last year they won one game? Didn't win a game. Didn't, Didn't win, win a game. game last what, year. So it was a birthday so, Charger Watch. Well, of course, the birthday Charger Watch. But um, you know they've got two wins this year, and when you're looking at the results, literally the only team that beat them by multiple scores this this past week was Top Gun. Yeah. You know so. I mean, you've you kind of got stress for for them for their development side of things. Just you know, they go out and play that game of you know what, oh. screw it, whatever happens, happens. But you look at the other games. I think um, you know if they're all one score games, I mean, they're in, they're within a shout. I, they yeah. have the seventh best ranked defense in the tournament, um, which doesn't sound great, but from, it, from last year being a winless it's, team, it's, it's massive for it's them huge. because it's a huge improvement. Oh yeah, you know, and and they are making improvements on the offense as well. You are starting to see a couple of playmakers. Yeah. So for for them, they've got that that group of teams that are around them where they've they've also gotten a couple of wins, um. But they are also getting the exposure to some of the better players as well. So they they get the chance to see, um. Well, I where think... where the improvements can be and how they can improve further. So. Yeah. Oh no, I mean I'm. Sometimes a little flippant with the comments, but it's <laughs> it is worth saying. Like like you have like they are they are really they are they're getting better all the time. They're not a Premier League team. Whether they will or not ever become one, I don't know. But it's a very congested area of the world. Well, I mean, if you look at um, the Premier League this year, you've got four. It's a five team Premier League this year, and four of those teams have recent playoff experience. Exactly, have yeah, yeah, you know, recent playoff runs in them. Yeah. Um, a couple of them going deep in the playoffs as well so yeah. the quality that is in the Premier League is incredibly high so it's not as much of a slight on them to say that look when you're getting beat by some of these teams yeah. like Top Gun you know they are getting beat by quite a few scores it's not a case of you know it, it makes them awful it's no. there's room for improvement and you're also playing against some of the better players in the country not just in the HNC the better players in the country what would be quite cool to get like the full roster of all the HNC Premier teams and then like, you know, all the rosters and then add up like how many games people have played in a GB uniform? Gold oh, or silver. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah, okay. You know what I mean? Like even historically, yeah. so the guys that like were in the team and now aren't, you know, um, and all that kind of stuff and just like count up like, or even just at Winter League, like the guys, you yeah. know, um, and if you were to add on or if you were to look at Winter League and say... Um, Here's a here's the roster of. You know all the teams. How many win? How many GB gold, silver, or like chieftains caps are like taking part? Yeah. Considering that like th- you know three of the Premier League teams are not taking part as the Premier League, um, G- 
just to see like because like yeah it's like you say the standard is there and the chargers it's just their offense like they are holding the majority of teams under 20 points yeah which is great like that's perfect and um, they're just not scoring and that's what's tough. They they had a they had an offensive drive to win that game against the Silvercats, and they just couldn't do it. Um, so, uh, yeah, it's that comes offense. Offense will come. Offense is difficult. Defense is difficult. Offense, you know, like the a drop or a or a blown route can set you back yeah. a long so, way. So, so and then you're on, and then you're on, then you're behind the chains as we all know, and then you're stuck. Um, Especially in bigger moments when defenses start to give you that little cushion. So, and I think that I think having some of these teams there at their game days, you know, it's something they might not have when they're playing Division One. They don't get the exposure to the Premier League teams, and they'll get to see some of the things that they run if they take the time when they're not playing, obviously, to go and watch some of the other games. And um, I know, fine, when it comes for us, we, we we talk about good habits, you know, and and being able to go and watch some of these games, you pick up the good habits that you're seeing from. Your Callum Woods, Kev Woods, all the guys who are playing for Top Gun, you know, playing alongside Nicky with, with Rexies, understanding how he sees the game and things like that. It's all about picking up good habits and trying to get them into your own game. And I'm sure if we were to speak to any of those guys, it would be invaluable for, for, for them. And it's something we really need to start preaching to, to even the Silvercats. Yeah. As much as it is good getting game time for themselves, for the Silvercats, it's taking the opportunity to go and look at some of the better players that are that are there and, and seeing what they're doing how they're preparing before a game and how they're playing and how they're running the routes and how just, just how they're playing because the standard is impressive mm-hmm. and it's a great learning opportunity if you want it to be yeah for sure and I way too early call um, HNC, HNC retain superflies easy hands down <laughs> calling it now and I will come back for you and I will I will remember this but yeah, to, to go back to to what your question was, HNC loyal, thoroughly, thoroughly enjoy Winter League, and um, yeah, this the standard's been fantastic. Yeah, very across the board. Very glad to be part of it. Very glad to get the opportunity to talk about it on the internet. Yeah, um, although to be fair, we would talk anyway, even if no one listens. Um, but you guys all do. Um, we so often, we often do. <laughs> we often do. Yeah, yeah. Um, but you, you, you guys, you like to talk to us. You, um, you know, we're very appreciative that you all take time out of your commute, working lives, your busy lives to let us, you know, say noises into your ear holes. Um, Absolute rubbish. And yeah, I, we have a, I have a growing list of people who would like to come on and have a chat. Um, so if you would like to be one of those people, um, always feel free to get in touch or come and say hello at Winter League or any other game day. Um, and thank you to all the people who have subscribed and liked and stuff. We're now on the App Store. We're now on Apple Podcasts. Um, yeah, <laughs> we're now on Apple Podcasts. <laughs> that, that, that sounds <laughs> awfully legitimate. Right. Do you know the, right. Do the best. Do you know the best thing about Apple Podcasts? Right. They still do like human. So like Spotify yeah. and stuff. They uh, all the automation, all the like verification and approval is done automatically. Okay. They kind of scan it for keywords and make sure that you're not you know doing anything awful. Um, but Apple, yeah. they still do it all manually. So like the so reason, so the reason, so yeah, so the reason that it's taken, the reason that it's taken like three months or something for us to get approval on there is because they've had to wait for some poor, poor, like <laughs> poor guy sitting somewhere just being like, 
what the fuck is the HNC? <laughs> <laughs> um, well, so, thanks for that. So, I'm assuming that that guy is now our, our, our first subscriber. Um, so, yeah, you can now subscribe and listen to our stuff on Apple Podcasts. And as well as iTunes, we're also available, of course, on um, podcasting stations that I've never heard of. Um, however, if you use a podcasting station that isn't Google or iTunes or Spotify, odds are we're on there too. Um, if not, I don't know, get with the mainstream, you hipster. Um, <laughs> so yeah, that's all we've got time for today, guys. So we'll, we'll um, wrap it up there and we'll see you next time for our flagging new year preview, which will have to be released pretty soon. So we should probably do some paperwork. Um, so um, that's good night from Tom. Good night. Yeah, it's good night from Greg. Good night. And it is good night from me. Good night. <laughs>